down to you by naming the city that you are. That's a road trick. I would not pull that shit on you, my home base. Uh, thank you so much for coming out to put your hands together. That's Rhea Butcher. You guys, that's Cameron Esposito. Oh, and Ryan in the booth gave us a beautiful intro tonight, and we have Hannah over here helping us out, Megan taking pictures. Let's hear for all of them, the whole team. I'm really just this great comics and back. I'm oh boy, your oh, hype man. Boy. I'm just <laughs> boy. your hype man. I'm just you're saying things. I didn't even get a chance to go pee before walking on stage because oh, I was boy. chatting. You need so to much. go. No, I don't really have to go, but I just like emotionally, I have to pee three times before I walk on stage. Emotionally, yeah, like I don't have to go, but I get it. Like when I was on when I was the in high school when I was the captain of the swim team, as <sighs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I did. I used to always be really nervous that I would have to pee mm-hmm. during a race. Wait. Which is such a silly thing. Couldn't you just pee? That's what I'm trying to say. During the race? I mean, I'm not saying do that, but I just feel like if you had to do that. Yeah, it's the best that. time. Yeah, yeah. It's the best sport to participate in if you're somebody who's constantly nervous that they're going to have to pee before yeah. doing a thing. It's a lot more I difficult I always think I'm going to have to pee right before... I do any event. Sure. Um, that's just me, like, guys. Like this event, stand-up comedy. Yeah, like the event of stand-up comedy. And I have to pee three times for luck. Yeah, that's, you're, I, get it. I feel like your uh, weight distribution was off on your starting blocks, and I only okay, know that. seriously? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you gotta... Yeah, but you gotta... <laughs> A lot of guff from over here. I'm wearing boots. I'm doing the best I can. I know, but I just I feel like it's starting. I only feel like this is weird because wait, I wait, just hurt my wait, hand no, 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 doing no, no, that. No, Everything's one, fine. I'm super right? upset that you were here. Number two, <laughs> you did we watch? Tell. <laughs> no, 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 I'm super upset about that. Anyways, what do we watch on television? That's how you know when people, somebody's super upset when they say I'm super upset about that. But did we? That's how you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell that you care about me. Um. <laughs> Did we watch Personal Bus together three times in a row, or did I watch it? No, you watched it by yourself three times in a row. Just like San Junipero. Somebody over here is laughing the creepiest laugh. Um, I watched Personal Bus a bunch, and so that's why I know about starting blocks these days. Personal Bus, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? It's the, okay, yeah. I don't have to catch you up on lesbian history, am I right? This audience gets it. Most of you don't get it, and that's fine. But you should go home and do the You'll research it later. and then come back. And that's what I want from you as an audience. I don't want to explain things. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> oh, um, how was your weekend? 
my weekend here in Los Angeles. Yeah. What'd you do? It was uh, pretty good. Um, I didn't do a ton. Are you going to tell me where to stand? No, I'm just, I'm going to scoot back. <laughs> okay. Um, what'd you do? You, know, you, didn't do a ton, you didn't do a ton, but did you do anything? No, I hung out with Murph a lot, our dog. Oh, no fans tonight. Weird. What's up with you guys? I know it was raining, but Jesus. Murph usually brings the, brings the house down. You guys are like, we don't care. We walk through rain. Actually, no, lives. but like real talk, thank you so much. But also, much. yes, thank you. It we was understand I get the it. kind of dedication. <laughs> you had to stand in the, the rain. That is in Los Angeles. It's serious. I saw people had umbrellas. Where'd you even get those? You, yeah. <laughs> also, how do you remember? How do you remember where you had I put saw them a woman just straight up ago? walking two dogs just on her phone when it was really raining earlier, just going like, whatever, this is it. <laughs> like, did not care. I loved it. Um, I did a lot of home organizing. That's what I like to do over the weekends. Just getting everything put away, putting it in places where it needs to be. <laughs> just gotta, just like to put things where it should be. <laughs> you know, it makes me feel good if uh, things are in the right place. Place. Me too. I like that too. <laughs> just want to be. God, you guys, we're in such a fight right now. Like. <laughs> Like, legit, we are. <laughs> but about nothing. What about absolutely nothing? Nothing. We just worked this together. This is one of those stress We just fights. worked together, and so we were just at our house going, I don't know. I don't want to go. You go host it you by yourself. do it. I'm staying here. You host it. You fucking host it. I'm staying here. <laughs> no, you. <laughs> we somehow got here. I'm still in the light down here. It was here. so hard. I know, I actually like you when you're kind of Great. low. <laughs> it's nice. It makes, Are you doing that now, too? Yeah, we're at the same level. But this was my thing, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rhea, I didn't mean to step on your thing. <laughs> Sitting cross-legged on stage. It's not technically cross-legged, because I can't get this one over. Well, you gotta do some hip openers. Yeah. <laughs> It's a yoga term. It doesn't... Nothing else. Sure. <clears throat> so back to those lesbian movies you were talking about. Real hip openers, as I okay. call them. <laughs> um, oh, what did you want... So I was really curious what you did over the weekend. Oh, thank you for asking. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I went to Chicago. <gasps> A different city than here. Yeah. <laughs> That's not here. No, it wasn't. Well, first of all, on the way to Chicago, uh -huh. I watched Moana. Yes. And then I was so good, I watched it right again. Shiny. <laughs> and um, that's what I like to do. When I like something a lot, I like to watch it you right like away. Watch Did it anyone here see Moana? It's really fucking good. Yeah, a lot of claps. Woo! I thought I like it was that. very good. I thought uh, I liked all the messages. I liked little baby shirtless Moana. Uh huh. You you haven't seen it yet, but I'll just say. No, but I saw your Instagram. All the little kids are not wearing any tops. And it doesn't matter whether they have a chin length bob or all short hair. <laughs> Which also really doesn't indicate anything. I'm just telling you about the character design. <laughs> sure. And they're all topless. And then she like runs out to the ocean. She's topless. Uh -huh. That felt exactly like me. I didn't wear a bathing suit top ever when I was a kid. I only wore bikini bottoms. I had an eye patch. And I, 
just chewed on a stick. Yeah. For hours on the beach you alone. I think she's kidding. She has photographic evidence of this. Just it's like sitting on a log with just a stick in her mouth. Yeah. Just a normal kid. Normal, ca- normal kid. Normal. Like a turkey leg at Disneyland. Kid. Just normal, regular eye patch kid. Regular shirtless eye patch shirtless kid. Shirtless eye patch kid. Yeah, I've been weird forever, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shirtless eye patch kid. Those are really hard to get in the eighties. <laughs> they get it. Oh, I get it. 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 Just takes a minute. Because the butt was Patch. signed yeah, by yeah, Xavier yeah, Roberts. It, yeah, yeah, the butt is what I meant. <laughs> what butt was signed? Were you talking about Cabbage Patch yes, Kids? Yes, I was. It's just weird that you didn't say the- Cabbage Patch Kids before you said, yeah, the butt was signed. It's like a- no, it's not weird at all. I was anticipating your joke and adding a little extra <laughs> flavor to it. <laughs> Specificity. Okay. Do you remember that the butt was signed? Yeah, now I remember that the butt was signed. That would be a good tattoo. <laughs> a full Cabbage Patch on your butt. No! And then that Cabbage no! Patch butt is signed. Okay, actually, you're right. That is funnier than what I was going to suggest. Because I was just going to suggest that your and butt is signed you by you tell Xavier the tattoo Roberts. artist, well, it's a Cabbage Patch. I don't want to know what it is until I see it. And then you find out. Because, you know, when you're a kid. Do you know, I actually had a Cameron. What? I had a Cameron. Cabbage Patch. Like it came with that name? Yeah. Great. It was the only other... <laughs> This you have a weird fucking name. Did yes, you have Maria anything? No. I'm sorry, I didn't that got so sad. No, I, didn't I know. Just, <laughs> did you even were you even worth anything as a child? Did anyone even acknowledge the existence of your name or personhood? No. Um <laughs> No, I just watched the opening credits to Cheers and that was it. Yeah, that's it. No, you're right, that's a big thing. <laughs> it was. That's a huge thing. And then her Is name she on was the woman? No, she's not. She's on the feet. So even the even that title card is like just wait, feet standing follow up. Apart. They're wearing boots because it's like a period piece. No, it's or like it's high heels. Ugh, because it's it's a high, high heel, heel boots. What a waste on a bar rail. Um. Well, I'm sorry about that, Rhea Perlman. I just forgot her go, name, last name for a second. Want to go back in time and apologize? Sure. To you for the fact that Rhea Perlman's name was Thank on you. high heel boots. Thank you. I appreciate that's it. tough. I don't know. I, how I've you... literally been waiting for this my whole life. <laughs> So you had a Cameron. I don't know how patch. you got through that. Yeah, I had a Cameron. I, I had a Cameron patch. I had a Cameron. Cameron patch. Cameron patch. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I had a cash patch kid that was named Cameron. I did. It came with that name. A little birth certificate. I feel like I would love to know at what time in the production cycle somebody was like, "Is this a name?" <laughs> sure. Because you guys don't know. This was before Cameron Diaz. My name was not a thing. Then she came on the scene, and I have been chasing her ever since. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> got really upset about Someone that. Someone said, ew. I mean, like, I mean, like, in terms of stardom, and also physically on the street by her house. <laughs> What's gross about that? person over here has never seen The Bodyguard, right? (laughs) It's a love story between Whitney Houston and the person that's trying to kill Whitney Houston. (laughs) Yeah. Am I remembering The Bodyguard right? 
Is there a no. gun in the camera? Yeah. The camera's a gun? And the camera's, the gun's like, a camera? this big. Yeah. It's such a huge shoulder-mounted camera shoulder-mounted. that has a gun in it? How do you think the... How do you think that worked? <sighs> No, I just mean like, does anyone remember how the gun's attached? <laughs> it's not, it's, I don't think it's a working camera. <laughs> I, I don't think the assassin of, uh, damn, I wish I could, what if I knew the character, what, what if I knew her name? Oh, that would be so great. Anyways, I don't think the assassin of Whitney Houston's character in The Bodyguard was really worried about getting coverage. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's Hollywood. He, was going he probably to wanted to Whitney take Houston. her out and work on his reel. That joke didn't work. <laughs> Nobody liked that joke. <laughs> Nobody liked it. But great job, though. I liked it. I just feel like I don't know a lot about guns, but I think that they have back firing. <laughs> Kickback? Kick yes. Yeah. And I feel like. If you add a camera to that, uh-huh. it just seems really difficult to use. <laughs> just yep. can't believe I wasn't around right. when the body came out. When the bodyguard came out <laughs> to sort of write this very important review right. of the film. Yes. Um, excuse me. I, I'm just not really sure the that the camera gun would of work. the gun and the camera gun. I just really want to make sure that that is heard. <laughs> I'm sure there's like a Reddit page about this. I'm sure there is. 100%. People are very stressed about it. Everybody got so nervous. Okay. Oh, I was in Chicago. Yes. uh, Because I I was throwing a baby shower for my sister. What? Like a real cabbage patch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be an aunt for the first time. What? I never, I never, and also, Congrats. you and I, uh-huh. I don't know if we're going to have babies. We might just get them from somewhere. Uh-huh. But like if a, we like do have them, patch. we don't know if they're going to look like either of us. Sure. And one thing that they have, because, well, they're not going to look like one of us. <laughs> like, at most, they will look like one of us, is what I'm trying to say. Like, there's yeah. no chance, like, there's, there's a high probability that they will look like neither of us. Yes. Then there's a chance that they will look like one of us, but there's uh-huh. no chance they will look like both of us. Zero. Right. <laughs> Unless they finally release that research that I know they fucking have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one of these days. We're going to pry it out of their hands. I know they can do this. <laughs> Think about it. It would be so easy. Make a baby from two eggs? Of course they can do this. They've been able to do this for like lifetimes, literally for lifetimes. Just like forever. But then think about how men are. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like especially the men in the room. Like do you know how nervous guys, you are all you the guys time? You know how you You're are. You're so nervous. You're like, what if we're what if we're not useful? And it's like so hard for you to deal with that. It's so hard that the concept of men not being right. useful is so important that Donald Trump is our fucking president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I understand that this research exists and that we will never get to have it. <laughs> but we have done we have done a face swap on <laughs> Snapchat. We did do that one and time and we did both cry. cry so. Oh, this is a baby that we'll never have. I feel like Snapchat should realize what they're putting the queer community through. Yeah. 
My sister is pregnant, and then they have the thing now where you can get... It's like a 3D... It's an ultrasound that has, like, 3D modeling. So the baby uh-huh. that she's having kind of has, like, my face, because I'm really to her. <laughs> we have a similar face, so it's a little teeny baby look. has a little bit of my face, mm-hmm. which I really... Uh, Does it have a little stick in there? <laughs> Actually, topless. I will say, Bikini it bottom. is topless. Yeah, the baby's not wearing a shirt. Chewing on a little stick. <laughs> Subtle eye patch. What if you had an in? ultrasound and your baby was wearing a shirt? <laughs> I can't think of anything I was going to say what kind of shirt, and then I was like, you know what? All of them would be funny. Yeah. If, but you, if the- you looked in and your baby was wearing a, a dicky. Hilarious. I think he's funny. I always get to say Hawaiian shirt. Like that's but, also great. But open, yeah, of course. <laughs> and it's also like this. That's what I'm saying. On vacation, pa- on a materials. real lazy river. Yeah, just a real. Not a, going nowhere. A very small lazy river. Yeah, exactly. The smallest. A lazy hot tub. Well, it was very affecting when I saw this picture that my sister showed me of this baby that looked like me. Because also. As you know, my dad's adopted. Yes. So I already have, and then his sister's adopted, so I already have a bunch of family members that don't mm-hmm. look like me, so I don't yeah. even think about family members as looking like each other. Like, that's not a thing that I really think about a lot, because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know, I mean, I look like my siblings, but anyway, seeing this teeny baby, is I was losing it, so I had mm-hmm. to fly to Chicago, throw her a baby shower, get her a bunch of the Future is Female t-shirts mm-hmm. in a lot of different sizes, <laughs> so that that kid can continue to grow, but also wear important T-shirts. <laughs> Shirts are important. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited. Are you excited to be an aunt? You'll be an aunt. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking of myself more as like an ankle. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's so funny. And I'm actually, I'm a little mad at this audience. I mean, look. Whatever it's... fight we were in, I now redirect it this way. <laughs> She's never said that before. That wasn't like a worked out line, okay? I mean, I've never heard that. Have you said that before? No. She was fucking coming up with that. (laughs) You said, I'm excited to be an aunt. And and I was like, like, I'm excited to be an ankle. And And I thought you were on a tangent. No, I think I'm more of an aunt. I gotta wait. It might not even come out. But I've got it, and I had to wait for it. No, it was great. I thought it was really good. I mean, ankle is really good. It's much better than unt. Part of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, that's just my. Uh. <laughs> that would be weird. U.S. national team. Well, um, ankle Rhea. That's so funny, ankle Rhea. But then that sounds, sounds like, like a disease. Like a disease. <laughs> what is wrong with your foot? Oh, uh, ankle Rhea. I got the old ankle and then, Rhea. But it's a shot of the foot, oh, and it just says Rhea Perlman. <laughs> Oh, you guys! That was funny! That was very fun. Well, thank you. (laughs) We did it. We really did it. Rhea, you're the best. I'm no longer in a fight with you. Great. Give me my chapstick back. (laughs) You don't don't have to. I just wanted to say it. It's just okay. Here's your stupid chapstick. (laughs) Oh, take it. Now I feel bad. No, it's okay. It's all right. It's men's chapstick. <laughs> what do you mean? It's unlabeled. I know. That's why I'm letting everyone know. <laughs> it's not shiny. 
smells like a log cabin. It doesn't. It, there's no, it's not special at all. Oh, actually, it smells nice. Okay, well. That is funny, though. If you want to market to queer women, put men's on your packaging. Yeah, yeah. Real talk. This is real talk. I don't know if any man has ever bought Dove for men body care. Not at all. But I know lots of women that use that soap. So many. We use that soap. That's our soap. Yeah. Well, Rhea, would you like to bring the... Would, are you ready for the first comic? Um, this first comic, God, we love her, and she's so fucking funny, and you're going to love her, so please put your hands together and welcome to the stage, Mary Lynn Rice Cup. Give it up for Mary Lynn! Four years? It feels like a long time. Every week, dude. It feels long. That's awesome. I, well, no, it's good. It is, um, I will say, I mean, especially, like, L.A. has no seasons, yeah. I come to the same place every week. Yeah. I have lost, I have no idea, like... Sense of time. Like, when I Sense moved here, or if I'm younger than when I got here. You know, like, I just... Are you younger? I might be younger. Look we all might be this. younger. Look at this. How are you doing? What was, uh... We were talking... I love this before you went. like, a good background noise. It makes everybody... It feels... It feels real. Legit, which, which it is. is. Sometimes yeah. somebody will come and, like, just dump... 12 pounds of ice How did, like into the gutter yeah. right there and that feels nice yeah I, I think that happens trying to make something like raw and gritty yeah. um you were saying earlier tonight that like this is one of those times you're trying to get the fuck out of the house try some stuff I will say it gets hard to do that why would you do it? Like, why? Like, what is the drive even, you know? I don't even know. I asked myself that. Yeah, it is hard. Um, why did you know you wanted to go up tonight, specifically? Just got something in my heart. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, it really, I'm very lucky in that I, uh, I mean, I hope that my, like, I'm just at a certain place in my life. You know what I mean? I'm not... I used to be... Go out all the time because I wanted to be out all the time. And yes. I used to be... And now it's like... I don't necessarily have to do this. But I want to do it. But the idea of wanting to do it is something that you sort of have to find... Yeah. Daily. And especially if I've been home for a few days and it's so nice. I'm like, why? And then you start to... You know, when you... If... I think if you're a performer in stand-up comedy specifically, but just a performer in general, you got to do it. And if you don't, like I can write and that helps, but if you don't face that sort of like crux of the go time, and for a performer, it's like freaking performing. And there's only one way to do that. Yeah, like, and I mean, it's stage. also chemically addictive. Like it's a real physical thing that once you put your body through it enough I miss it when it's not happening I guess I think when people talk about stand-up so often it's like from the perspective of New York where people right. are like out for five shows a night right. every night till the day they die and I yeah. think in LA because so many people shift their work days 
to television and film, which is like a, they're shooting during the day, naturally you just kind of evolve away from doing a bunch of shows a night. Yeah. And so just I like, don't want to do a bunch of shows a night. I, you know what? Yeah. I um, I will say a, a couple of years ago, for probably two to four years, I have no sense of time as well, <laughs> I, fi- I finally was like, I'm going to go on the road. And, and I did my version of five shows a night how you know whether it was six shows a weekend or yeah. whatever and I sort of proved to myself because I was always like super alt before that so you know the mentality of like no 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 you're their entertainment for the night like you're their show and you're going to do this show again um, and and it was great it's really hard but it it it, it changes you and puts you in a better there's a different vantage point of wanting to get to stuff click quicker and clearer and but I don't. I, there's another part of me that's like, why at this point in your life would you, would you put yourself through that? You know? I mean, but now even in the middle of this conversation, <laughs> when you're talking about like six shows, I'm literally like, man, I can't wait to get back out there. Like we are really, yeah, yeah, we're the weirdest of weirdos. We gotta get on that egg to egg fertilization, I'm telling you. Why are you guys so tepid on that? I feel like you're at the wrong show. <clears throat> I remembered a thing I did over the weekend. This probably isn't gonna be funny. That's my favorite preface for telling things that are supposed to be funny. Um, I, do you guys know I'm from Ohio and I'm from specifically Akron, Ohio? So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I'm a big LeBron James fan. A couple people know that. Um, I love that dude. I think he's great. He gave Cleveland the first championship in 52 years. Thank you for your support. I appreciate it. I understand. It's comedy, not sports. I get it. I understand. Um, and then he gave Cleveland its first championship in 52 years. We were riding high. Thank you. And then Cleveland just became Cleveland again, and then we blew a 3-1 lead, and then who gives a shit? So anyway, so I got tickets to go see the Cavs, and I've never seen LeBron James play, uh, ever. And he's played for the played in the NBA since 2003, and then played basketball in my hometown. I never saw him play because I was uh, broke <laughs> and couldn't go uh, to Cavs games. And then my friend... Um, who had really amazing tickets and was out of town, um, who's a Clippers fan, was like, yeah, use my tickets. Absolutely. I'd love to give you tickets to go see, like, your favorite team and your your hero. And I was like, this is so amazing. Also, I mean, that's pretty amazing for somebody to be a fan of a team, to, like, have season tickets and then give you tickets to root against your team. So that's, like, a big, that's a big sports uh, handshake. That's, like, a big one. So I get there. I'm, like, so excited. I was, like, choosing what Cavs clothes to wear. Like, honestly debating whether I would take a LeBron James pop vinyl with me. <laughs> Just put, put it in a little LeBjorn James. You know? <laughs> Just really considering that. I did not do that. Um, I just, I went with the wine and gold away jersey, classic. And then my good luck hat and some socks and stuff. You, it doesn't matter. Anyways. <laughs> So I didn't really know how good the seats were. Like, you can never really know how good seats are on tickets unless you, like, you have to do a ton of research. I didn't want to do that because I'm lazy. And so I just saw that there were courtside. I was like, holy shit, courtside tickets. That's insane. Like, that's crazy. And then I got there, and it was the second row 
of courtside seats directly behind the scorer's table. So, like, Blake Griffin is, like, walking here. And as I'm going into uh, Staples Arena, my mom texts me because she knew I was going and was super excited for me. She's like, oh, my God, they're benching the big three. And I was like, this is the most Cleveland thing that could ever happen. I got the best tickets I'll probably ever have for my entire life to go see my favorite basketball player play. And he... <laughs> the most I saw him do was like why, there were some kid dancers and he was like <laughs> which I thought was adorable and I was super into but I was like <laughs> he did like throw one layup and I was like I've seen LeBron James play basketball perfect but he was like not wearing the uniform and just went like and threw it so that was my weekend I sat next to a mom and son who were adorable and he could not have been older than seven probably and i was like so excited and just like oh this is so cute this mom brought it because she was on her phone the whole time she did not want to be there <laughs> but he absolutely wanted to be there and i thought it was really cute he was super excited but then i realized at the end of the game when i left in the f- fourth quarter because they were losing by 35 points i was like i'm just gonna go and beat the traffic i realized he and i were wearing the same jersey and i don't just mean we were both wearing a lebron james jersey I mean, we were both wearing a child-sized LeBron James jersey. He was wearing a medium, and I was wearing a large. I don't know, there's no punchline. I was just wearing the same shirt as a kid. And I am 34. That's why people won't sell me lighters. Anyways, you guys want to keep the show rolling? I sure do. We have so many amazing comics. And I'll give you this this little heads up. We got three people that it's their first time on the show. And you guys who come all the time, you know what we do here at Put Your Hands Together. We give them a huge round of applause and welcome to this show. So let's get it going right now for this amazing comic. She is so funny. Keep it going for Amanda Seals, you guys. Let her hear it. It's good. We're good. When you have a strong case on your phone, life is just easier, you know? I'm not living with the same level of anxiety as you people who are like, oh, it's too big. You know, I don't have that problem. I've fallen down subway steps and my phone came out better than me. And I was fine with that. I was fine with it. It's fine. Because when people have a phone with no case, I'm just like, do you also fuck with no condom? Because it's the same. (laughs) Same high risk level, high. Costly mistake, you know? Baby, another phone, you know? Both of these things are expensive. You gotta download your contacts again. You know, you gotta teach this thing how to speak. You see, it's, ugh. Time consuming. You know what else is time consuming? Waiting for these next four years to be done. Huh? You guys are cool with it? They're cool with it over here. Either that or you were just paralyzed into sadness. Like, you know when you're in a bathroom, in a public bathroom? Have you ever had this situation? You're in a public bathroom and 
you found yourself having to perform an activity you didn't want to in a public bathroom. I mean, take a shit. That's what I mean. That's what I, mean. I was trying to be... I'm dressed really nicely, so I was just trying to, like, be classy, but that's what I mean. And you were already like, I don't want to do this. Um, but it happened. It happened outside of your control, you know? You did everything you could to prevent it, but it happened. And then there was no toilet paper. And you know that, that increment of time where you realize that? That panic that takes over you when you do the quick calculations in your head that there's no toilet paper, you have no napkins or tissues or even a long-ass Rite Aid receipt. (laughs) Nothing. That moment of panic is how I wake up every day these days, okay? I did everything I could it still went to shit, and I have nothing to clean it up with. Thanks, guys. I was in Connecticut, real hotbed of progressiveness. I'm being facetious. <laughs> I've never seen so many like blonde, smart part comb over with a collar, but like no tie, but I wear a tie during the day, white men, you know? Like, that was the kind, like I took it off to come out here and see some jokes. Oh, you're a black woman, I didn't plan for that. Like that's, that's the look on the, a lot of their faces. And uh, the driver, my Uber driver, was very clear about his love for uh, the orange one. It's like Voldemort, you know? Just don't say his name. And I'm going to let you do you because you're driving me. (laughs) So I'm going to let that happen. But there's a limit. And we reached that limit when he said, I mean, come on. Donald Trump looks great for his age, doesn't he? Stop it. Stop it. Because, like, you might be okay with him lying to you, but I'm not okay with you lying to me. (laughs) And now you're lying to yourself. (laughs) Donald Trump looks good for his age. Have you seen black people? (laughs) Black don't crack isn't like a Nike motto. It came from real shit. Have you seen Pharrell Williams? He's 127 years old. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Muhammad Ali had Parkinson's disease when he died. He looked like a cast member on Degrassi. <laughs> Donald Trump looks good for his age? Then I am a goddess, okay? <laughs> Donald Trump looks like a Dick Tracy character (laughs) named Mr. Tangerine Face. He looks, he looks like someone who's been revived too many times. (laughs) 
You know, like a VHS tape when you would copy it and every time you'd copy it, it'd get a little warb, more, a little more warbly. Like that's his existence, just warbly. That's, that's his every day. He looks like pizza when you take the cheese off. <laughs> He looks good. <laughs> this man has lived the best life, right? Like the best life. You don't get to look that crappy when you've had the best life. You've just been doing whatever you want. You've had all the money. You've had all the champagne. You've had all the foreign Russian vagina. It, you're bathing in baby tears and Cambodian breast milk. And you look like this. There's only like one explanation. It's the evil. <laughs> I'm Amanda Seals. That was so great. Let's hear for Amanda. because I feel like some uh, everybody's there's a lot of like redirecting of what comments can be made about our stupid president (laughs) like people being like we shouldn't be talking about what he looks like we have to talk about his policies but I think especially for women and I mean I'm a white woman so I can't even imagine for women of color but especially for women like that the fact that that guy gets to look like that and have that job, we should never stop talking about that. <laughs> like, that is the whole thing. Like, it's not just his policies, it's that they're coming out of that fucking mouth. Like, that awful face with his tie taped together, with his stupid fucking tie taped together. He gets to decide, like, whether or not women get to have contraception. Like, his stupid tie (laughs) is taped together. And he gets to decide whether or not we control our own bodies. Fuck off forever, is what I'm saying. I think it's a matter of... Just embarrassing. I'm, I'm, you know, I don't know. What are we supposed to? How much are we supposed to cover? Like every day, we just—it's like it's so constant. And I mean, you have to be vigilant, and we have to still care. But oh my god! Also, like, listen. I don't want to be right, <laughs> but um. I don't know if you guys remember, like a couple months ago, um, when a lot of people were saying, like, uh, ah, you know, oh, <laughs> all candidates are the same. You know? um, like how can you how can you want to vote for Hillary Clinton when all candidates are the same? So those people were wrong. <laughs> 
Those people were wrong, guys. <laughs> He's fucking everything. Literally everything. She would have had a, there's no, you can't even, how, how, Because uh, uh. she, yeah, people were like, oh, she owes too many things to too many people. Well, now that I've seen uh, somebody who doesn't give one shit about anything, that's owed to even the earth he lives on. I'll go with the other one still. Oh, so still nervous. So still can't be like, Hillary Clinton would have been a better president. Like in this room, people are still on the fence about it. Oh boy. Okay, well then just clap, I think. Please, please clap. You guys remember? From the election? Please, please clap. You guys remember that? Do you remember that? Do you remember that? Yeah. When Jeb Bush was, and we were all like, this fucking idiot. He shouldn't be president. So. That would have been, that would have been better, right? Uh, anyway. Um, how are you doing? It is what it is. But I mean, like, how's your life? Are you okay? Yeah. Have, were you the one that, who is from? Country Club Shores, where was it called? <laughs> Close. There's a country club, yeah. Obviously. I'm from the Midwest, I know how things are. What, what'd you say? You're from Louisville? Thank you for saying it. The, f- the fun way. Not dumbing it down for me. Uh, you're from Louisville? What, do, do you live here in Los Angeles now? Yeah. What, what do you do? What brought you out here? You work for what? Fremantle Media. Media. I'm sorry, I don't know what that is. It sounds like I should know what that is. They do America's Got Talent? Well. (laughs) (laughs) No, honestly, I, no. I don't have anything that works in a 30 second clip. I have to go for a long rant say three references at the end and then just tell you to clap and that doesn't look <laughs> that doesn't look good on television <laughs> do you, you work at America do you work at specifically at America's Got Talent or just for the overall production company attorneys. you work with attorneys yeah, Ooh. oh but you work with attorneys what is the job that works with attorneys assistant, assistant to attorneys at Fremantle Media <laughs> they make America's Got Talent <laughs> got it Small department. Uh, assistant to attorneys. I used to be a law clerk. I feel like that's different. Because mine was, I would like go to the court and be like, stamp this. <laughs> what? You guys have stamped? Yeah, but we got a lot in common. That's cool. How are you doing? Yeah, what did you do today? What do you do? I'm a production You know what? Literally, we've been doing this show for four years, and nobody has ever named where they actually work. <laughs> and I'm not like, like, Secret Safe with me, also, like, love your movies. Like, love. <laughs> like, especially love your Christmas movies. <laughs> Rhea, are you over there, like, 
it's fucking great. I sculpture Christmas. I sculpture Christmas is so good. Yeah, that was one of our favorites. Yeah, they were like, it's literally called like. Okay, so this is the name of it. I sculpture Christmas, and it's like, oh, like how are these two gonna get together? And then they're like, and then they're like, do you want to make an ice sculpture? It's fucking brilliant. Yeah, it's Christmas as well. That's true. It's that's that's the whole thing. Yeah. I love all of the Christmas movies that are on the Hallmark Channel. They're so good, cause they're all all of them are about like a woman goes back to her hometown, and she's a businesswoman, but she has to learn to appreciate men. <laughs> but legitimately watch them all the time especially on the road they're the best do you are you involved with those do you make those movies we do the promos there's actually three employees from Hallmark yeah you guys make the promos for those movies do you make the parts where they're like it's called Ice Sculpture Christmas and then somebody like the big boss is like okay so we gotta convey ice sculptures and Christmas (laughs) and you're like that's genius that's why you're the boss. <laughs> what specifically do your your production says what do you do you guys do? The same? I'm also a Yeah. I do the graphics. Oh, you do the graphics. <laughs> really good graphics. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you guys just need to watch these movies. Can you just get them? Not no, I don't mean like but I just mean can one. When it's not when it's not Christmas, where are they? <laughs> I can buy them at the Hallmark store? Well, where the fuck are those these days? You saying I gotta go to my hometown, to the Garden Market strip mall, next to Baskin Robbins, and go into the Hallmark store and get a DVD or probably a VHS or whatever? Cause no problem. I'll totally do that. Worth it. What? We have an app with some of them. with some of them? But do you have... You guys certainly have promotional copies that you could mail to Rhea and I. We're celebrities! We love these movies. Rhea, do you remember any of the other ones we've watched? Ice Sculpture Christmas is so good. Do you remember any of the other ones? There's like one called like Christmas Town. Guess what it's about? It's Christmas Town. Um... Oh, yeah! Right, where they go to the Kern. Anyway, that's Yeah. The town is... Never mind. There's, there's also a store one, little store for Christmas. Oh, yeah. You know what it's about? A little store. <laughs> yeah, there's all this Christmas stuff. There's so much Christmas stuff. Also, it's really fun to, wa- to watch those movies and to think about when they were shot. Like, probably in August. <laughs> fun because they have to because number one it's like definitely not cold right but they have to be like 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 they really sell it because they're all definitely all shot here and definitely all like on sound stages or like that one street um on the fox lot that looks like new york um they're just like i'm very very cold that's how i'll sell it are you cold? Yeah, I'm cold. Oh, it must be the ice sculpture. No, I think it's the temperature outside. Anyway. 
Well, I really love those movies. Thanks for your work, guys. Let's hear it for these people. And also, additionally, America's Got Talent, I don't watch at all. And I don't know anything about it. Have you ever had any ice sculptors? I don't, I don't believe so. Well, I think that that is an area that you could improve upon. And I know you're just a PA, but yo, check it out. I think you should go and suggest this to your lawyer bosses. <laughs> yeah, they have the power to make those decisions, right? Yeah, she goes in tomorrow. Okay, thank you so much for these briefs, but just real quick. <laughs> Can you just, okay. Imagine trying to convey ice sculpting in a 30-second reality television clip. That's the end. <laughs> like, where the excitement would build, how the... Anyway, it's very funny to think about. If you guys would like funny things to put in your brain, imagine it. Okay. You guys, would you like more show? Uh, this next comic, it is his first time on the show. We got a couple first-timers tonight, which is super fun. Um, and when it is somebody's first time, we welcome them so enthusiastically with a Hallmark Christmas level of applause. Let's hear it for Nick Nemiroff, guys. What's up, guys? <laughs> like Cameron said, my name is Nick Nemiroff, and like most people my age, I am 27. <laughs> Thank you for laughing at that joke. I'll be honest, I was in a little bit of a weird mood on my way here. I got what I can only describe as a very backhanded compliment. <laughs> this guy, he came up to me and he was like, hey, aren't you that tall, lanky, <laughs> pale, <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Jewish. <laughs> slow talking. Fake ass comedian. <laughs> I had to think quick, so I was like, no. He's like, oh, well, the back of your hand is really, really nice and smooth. <laughs> For a Hebrew. Because my parents actually did raise me 
to be Jewish, which means I am a chosen one. <laughs> According to Hitler. <laughs> we went to a pretty progressive synagogue. You know, I'm actually pretty proud of the fact that we had Canada's first female rabbi at my synagogue. To actually uh, give you... Thank you. <laughs> to actually give you an idea of how uh, open-minded we were, we were, you know, not only was she female, but she was also deaf, divorced, openly gay, devout Muslim. Her sermons were confusing. <laughs> My grandfather is a little bit older, a little more traditional, you know, so for the past 15 years he's insisted on being an orthodox Jew. Just says he feels more comfortable that way. <laughs> guys actually went uh, to an orgy recently. <laughs> you can believe it, this guy had an orgy. But... I forgot, though, what it would be like. Like, I forgot that I would have to be naked in front of other people, and I'm a pretty self-conscious guy, uh, especially about my body, uh, especially about my naked body, uh, especially about my naked body's penis. <laughs> I've been self-conscious about my penis size for a while now, you know, ever since I measured it. <laughs> and then Googled average penis size. <laughs> and then uh, re-measured it. <laughs> you know how some guys will say that they're a grower, not a shower? I'm kind of like that, but I'm more of a grown man with a below average size penis. <laughs> Not a shower. <laughs> I actually did discover I have a new fetish at this orgy though. I really like to be choked. So I'm thinking, I'm just going to become a really bad UFC fighter. <laughs> I will not tap. <laughs> until I finish. <laughs> also, 
Sorry for tapping so quickly. <laughs> I actually did match with this girl on Tinder pretty recently. She started telling me some of her fetishes, which I thought was a little personal, but she told me that she really gets off on being humiliated. She invited me over, and sure enough, I was able to make her come just by introducing myself to her parents. <laughs> it, uh, it got kind of awkward when it became obvious that her parents had the same fetish. <laughs> and it got uh, super awkward when her parents got mad and started choking me. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I love a good orthotics joke. You get me every time. You guys, we have two more comics left on the show. Are you excited? Woo! Amazing. Keep that energy up for our next comic. Keep it going for Iman El Hussein. You guys, let her hear it. Keep it going, you guys. What a show. I can't believe that. So good to be in L.A. So I just moved to America from Canada, which, horrible timing, thanks everybody. Um, I come from Montreal, Canada, the French part, I don't know if any of you have been, uh, it's, it's a party town, okay, we're famous for strip clubs, you could touch the strippers, apparently that's a big deal, okay? But I happen to be Muslim, so I can't help but wonder, how would strip clubs be in a Muslim country? Right, would it be the opposite of here, women start off naked, and slowly put on layers of clothing. People throw coins and stones at them. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I am Muslim. I live in uh, New York City now, which is great. It smells like piss everywhere, right? Yeah. I love it, though. I love it. Look, four out of three people are Jewish. I don't know how the math works there. It's insane. It's ins I feel so exotic as a Palestinian, right? They find out I'm Palestinian. They always have the same reaction, like Iman. You gotta tell us the truth. How do the Palestinians really feel about the Jews? I'm like, I don't know. I guess the same way the Jews feel about the Palestinians. They're like, oh, that's not good. That's not good at all. I love it though. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm new to America. I'm also newly gay married, which is very exciting. Newly gay married. Yeah. I married a Jewish woman, right? So. I'm Palestinian, yeah, exactly. Nobody reacted like that, nobody. Our family's so, like one side of the family's racist, the other homophobic, it's, I'm just kidding, they're both racist and homophobic, it's insane. And my parents especially really wanted me to marry within my culture and probably the opposite sex. Um, but I'm against same race marriages. I am, if you wanna have children, if you don't wanna have kids, fuck your cousin, I don't care. 
But if you want to have children, you have to branch out. Like we're all, like mixed people are a lot more attractive than one race people. We all know that like we're all pretty attractive, but we could have been way hotter. You know what I mean? Like half Asian, half it doesn't matter. So hot. It's a clear sign from God we should be fucking other people. Like this is, this is my theory now that I'm married. Think of it this way. The more disappointed your parents are in your partner's ethnic background, the better looking your kids will be. That's for sure. And besides, like we all, like white people, you know you shouldn't have children anymore. You know this. <laughs> no, because you want to avoid things like asthma and allergies. <laughs> things ethnic people don't believe in. You know what I mean? But if you're ethnic, if you're ethnic, you should mix with white to give your children hope. White it out is what I say. And I did my part, right? Palestinian Muslim, I married a Jewish woman. If we decide to have children, our sperm donor is Catholic. So if we have the baby, it's going to be the Messiah, for sure. And he'll look like Jesus. The real one, not the white one. You know what I mean? That's... Newly married, very exciting. Uh, I'm so madly in love with my wife, which is so gross, right? You know, like being in love just ruins. The, like I used to be such a productive, ambitious, driven person. Now I spend my days tagging my wife in cute animal photos on Instagram. I'm such a loser. And you have to know the kind of person I used to be. I was the kind of person when I saw happy couples on the street holding hands, I walked in between them. So they're like, girl, of each other's hands. Now I talk like a baby. I'm 36 years old. I talk like a baby. Who came up with this trend to talk like a baby when you're in love? It must have been some kind of influential pedophile or something. It's disgusting. <laughs> the, dating was very hard for me because, uh, like, I hate people. And uh, I'm also obsessed with myself. Like, on Facebook, I'm on my own page the whole entire time. That's how you know. Just clicking refresh over and over. <laughs> horrible. My wife is actually the first woman I hooked up with and I married her because I'm a traditional Muslim woman. Thank you. <laughs> so good. Religion freaks me out, you guys, but I come, like, first of all, I have to apologize about Trump winning. I feel like it's sort of my fault. I know this is so conceited to say, but I, I, everywhere, everywhere I've lived in the world, uh, the right in the world, it was like two places, but um, it was the right wing government. The right wing government got elected in power. Like I left Canada. Canada used to be right wing, and now it's the, the hottest guy is running it. Right? I come to America. I feel like it's my name. Right? They see my name on legal documents and they freak out. Like Emmanuel Hussein, and I always thought my name was so sexy. Like Emmanuel Husseini. It's Hussein, but Italian. No, Muslim. Very Muslim. <laughs> So now I'm living in America, but where I used to live, the, uh, so we had Stephen Harper, we had a, a, a right-wing uh, prime minister, and even in the city I lived in, they had elected, I don't know if you guys remember this, like now, Canada's on American news because we have an attractive leader. But two years ago, two years ago, or three years ago, we made it on American news for the first time ever. It was very embarrassing. I don't know if you guys remember this, the crackhead mayor in Toronto. <laughs> Very I longed for the days when people thought Canada was a ginger ale factory, right? <laughs> so now, crackhead mayor in Toronto, in my hometown, they had elected a bigoted government in power that was trying to ban religious clothing from the public sector. That was their whole thing. You couldn't wear a veil, a yarmulke, a turban. That was insane to me. It was obviously against this law from pan but passing. 
because um, I don't like religious people, so I want to see them coming. You know what I mean? I want, I want a heads up. I want a warning. A Muslim woman with a veil, I could avoid that. Orthodox Jewish man, I have no choice to avoid because they don't talk to women. Relax, everybody. Okay. Um, and this is, why, this is why religious Christian people freak me out the most because you don't see them coming, right? There's no warning. There's no, they look like me and you. Even if, even if they're wearing a big cross, you're like, it could be a rapper. I have no idea. They always strike up a conversation with you two out of nowhere. Like you're standing at the bus stop in the morning, ready to go to work, and they start with, uh, hey, I feel whole, I feel complete. Like somebody had a healthy breakfast. That's, uh, I found the one, I saw the light, come with me to the kingdom of Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, holy shit. I thought you were talking pancakes. What's going on here? What is going on? Not, not a fan of religion, maybe because I'm Muslim, right? And we're like the rock stars of the news. Don't be jealous, everybody. I had to look into why, why are Muslims always on the news? I had to look into it. And I must admit, anger issues, okay? You know, they say Latinos are hot-blooded and it's adorable. Uh, we come from countries, it's 150 degrees. Like our blood is boy, you know? Like I, I'm a reasonable, liberal, open-minded person, but when I get angry, Taliban angry. That's what I call it. I lose my mind. I'm like, kill them all. Women and children first. I don't give a shit. Everyone must die. And I'm just in line at the grocery store. It's very unhealthy. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. What a show. Thank you, everybody. Keep it up for your man, guys. Oh, super fun. We got to see three new comics tonight. Three comics I've never seen before. Dude, that's fucking so fun. That's so fun. I, yeah, yay. But also, uh, we got to have some old friends on the show, which is, which is a, a, hey, guys, you know, my life is pretty fucking great right now, except for everything is falling apart, but not here at the show. Um, I mean, my life is fine. I'm talking about the, this is, oh, fuck. Now I've gotten myself into a weird situation where I feel like I have to explain too much. We just need to bring the next comic on. Shut up. Okay, I will. You guys, this final comic, she is a pal of both Rhea and mine from uh, when we lived in Chicago, and so it's so fun. God, did you just hear the way I said that? So you know I definitely lived there. Like, I have mostly masked the accent, but then just like, Chicago! And earlier when I was like, oh, are you going to be an ant? Like, sometimes it just pops. It's very, it's just like a deep dish pizza, um, which is disgusting, by the way. Only thin crust, that's just me, and also how you should live your life. Um... But I uh, love this comic. She's going to be our final comic on the night, so let's hear it. All the energy you have right now for Megan Gailey. Give it up for Megan. Can you believe I'm their old friend? I'm so young and hot. The like a sexy hamburger up here. Like, give me that hamburger. This is great. I know it's inappropriate and unprofessional to have this Holiday and Express notepad out here. Um, it's not jokes. It's just Roe v. Wade written out. So... <laughs> just want to have it close to me. <laughs> it's like, no, I see your confirmation hearing. Uh, <laughs> bringing that with me everywhere I go. So many ladies on the show. I'm not even the first bold lip. 
what a fucking comedy show. We've had other Sephora guests? This is great. Other people caring about their hair? It's a first. Um, I, I'm originally from Indiana. Oh my God, hello. You're from there. Okay, cool, cool. People are always surprised when I say I'm from Indiana. I have more of like a Connecticut cunt vibe, but... I can say that word. I marched, so... I didn't. I was in Palm Springs. There was a march. It got canceled because there was a men's bike race, and I'm like, of course. Like, we can't have one fucking day. We just get exercise. Where are you from in Indiana? Ooh, gross. Okay, so that's the thing. You're from Fort Wayne. That's like in the upper echelon, I guess. I'm from Indianapolis. And Indianapolis is like a nice, normal place to be from. The rest of the state is just an Aquafina bottle with dip spit in it. And it's like, I can't vouch for you. Like... I don't know if you seem nice and normal and you work here and you have blonde hair and you seem fun, but I, I'll go back to Indiana and I look like this. Like if 10 people got like food poisoning at Fox News, like I'd be on air. So <laughs> they're like, she's a Megan, get her out there. And I'm like, hello, <laughs> I think black people should be alive. And they're like, get her the fuck out of there. <laughs> So people will start talking to me in Indiana like I'm like them, and there's no nice way to be like, oh, I'm better than you. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna okay my husband to buy a Hummer someday. I'm not gonna marry a dude that fingered me in middle school. Like, my parents dreamed big. Yeah, a lot of people hate Trump. I hate Pence. I hate Trump, obviously, too, but I really hate Pence. I was on a boat with him once and no one talked to him and it was the happiest moment of my life. <laughs> Just like, you're the biggest loser at a dinner party and now you get to do stuff? Nah, I don't buy it. With your like, young face and old hair, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> They're all dorks. Can you imagine being a billionaire and being like, I want to run schools. It's like, Betsy, get on a yacht and get the fuck out of our lives. <laughs> Like a normal person. I'm not even rich and I cut people off all the time. Like, I bought a printer and I was like, I can get rid of at least six friends. Like, <laughs> she has a baseball team. Like, you don't need to be running schools, you idiot. She looks like every woman that was in my neighborhood that my mom was like, do not talk to her. <laughs> like, she sells long and murder baskets and it's a scam. Um, People will sometimes ask me how I made it out of Indiana without being racist, which is like such a nice assumption. <laughs> My parents are not from Indiana. That helps. Um, that's probably the, I was going to list another reason. I'm like, no, that's it. Um, I, yeah, I just grew up in a family that was loving and accepting of all people, no matter who they were. Also, the first black person I ever met was Reggie Miller. And... If you don't know who Reggie Miller is, you can leave right now. He's one of the greatest NBA players of all time. 
I went trick-or-treating at his house and he gave out king-size Snickers. I was like, oh, black people are awesome. <laughs> like, we have a neighbor named Rick who's a dentist who gave me an apple. Fuck white dudes. Like, and I know that's mean to say. I don't want white dudes to like wake up and kill themselves, but I do want them to wake up and look in the mirror and be like, I'm not good enough. Um, <laughs> Because that's how we feel. I had sex with a male feminist recently. <laughs> P.U. No thank you. Not a happy camper. Not going back for seconds. And I know you're like, oh, is it like too gentle? Did he want to like worship your bush? No. He fucked me like he didn't know I could vote. <laughs> And that's not why I was there. Like, I don't want you to think I'm standing up here thinking I'm better than getting hate fucked. I'm not. I have lots of chokers. I'm a cool bitch. But like, if I'm gonna get hate fucked, it's not gonna be by a dude who drives a Subaru. Like, it's gonna be from Cleveland Cavaliers small forward J.R. Smith. Like, that's, you know? hate fuck by a dude that Twitter DMs people you trying to get the pipe. Like, that's... If you have a coexist bumper sticker, this isn't your lane. That's not for you. And, like, I get it. I know I'm annoying. I understand that. I know people see me and they're like, ooh, she's gonna want to talk to the manager. Like, I know that. <laughs> yeah, I look like I've yelled at someone at a Panera. I get my vibe. <laughs> I was in a sorority in college. <laughs> You're like, we know, bitch. Uh, <laughs> I liked it. I thought I was doing a great job. And then I got thrown out. And I was like, what? what's happened? I should have known I was in trouble because I got called in front of the executive board, which is just like four blonde girls named Katie. <laughs> so I go in and I was like, I promise I'll lose weight. And they're like, mm, great start. Not really why you're here. <laughs> They said I was being thrown out because I started to exhibit behavior that was overly indulgent in men and alcohol. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> where do I pick up my trophy? <laughs> 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 That's what you're throwing me out for? For booze and boys? That's the whole reason I joined the sorority. Those are the fucking pillars of sisterhood. That's like throwing someone out of a country club for being too good at golf and inadvertent racism. Like, I'm the best. You guys have been so much fun. Thank you so much. Thank you, Gailey. You guys want to hear it? Oh, yes. Megan was amazing. Everybody was amazing. Let's hear for that show one more time. All the comics you saw tonight. I'm Cameron Esposito. I'm Rhea Butcher. We will see you guys next week. Have a great rest of your night. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. 
Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Fake nuts. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> Ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.